You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with all right, Al, what do you say we do a Wednesday podcast as the Boomer and Carton show is over, so we wrap up some stuff uh, that we didn't get to. And there was one story on your show sheet that I found intriguing, and I went and looked it up, and it's disgusting is what it is. Now, we had some disgusting moments on yesterday's podcast, too, but we'll move on from that. So this would be a basketball story. All right, we're talking NBA. All these training camps are in session now. And so Jared Dudley's now on the Wizards. And years ago, I would say five or six years ago, he was a member of the Bobcats with Adam Morrison. You remember him? I don't know who that is. All right. Adam Morrison, if I remember correctly, took the country by storm in the NCAA tournament uh, 10 years ago or whatever, draining threes. He was from Gonzaga, making threes all over the place. Didn't have much of an NBA career. Well, for some reason it came up. Maybe he was asked the question. I don't know. He was. Okay. And so he's asked about Adam Morrison and here is what he had to say about Morrison. I'm going to quote this because this is, this is horrendous. He never took showers. He did the chewing tobacco that he spit all the time, wore the same three polos all year. He was the face of diabetes. He was doing everything. He was on the cover of blah, 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 blah. And he was by far the worst and most disgusting person. Never took showers. And then they say, well, you mean like on nights where he didn't play? He goes, oh, no, no. He was playing when I was there. And that's the thing. He was playing. He then tore his ACL when he didn't play. But he would play and not shower. And he's got probably tobacco juice all over him from the spits. Disgusting. How could that be real? Yeah, well, they and they said one of the other players on the team forced him to take a shower once. And he says, imagine that. Yeah. A, a grown man. He should be ashamed of himself. Now, you're a guy who loves to take showers. More than most, yes. Like, you take multiple showers a day, which I don't understand. Every day, yes. Do you want to take them, or do you no, feel I like don't. you have to? You have to. How can you not? So I get up at 2.20 now. I have to take a shower. I can't come oh, to yeah, work absolutely. without taking a shower. Listen, you slept. You need something to kind of wake you up. Shower exactly. is perfect. Otherwise, you just don't feel right. All right. Now, now I would be done for the day if I'm you. I've okay. showered. Good to go. Here's the problem with that. Most day, I'll give you, I'll give you Friday. Came home Friday, exercised. How do you not? I was drenched in sweat. You have to shower. I can't go out and pick up the kids at school. It's gross. So I jump in, quick shower. I'm not in there for a half hour. It's literally four minutes and out. But get in, whatever, you're out. Friday night, baseball fields. I'm out there raking the infield, 
You're sweating again. There's dirt and dust all over you. I'm not laying in my bed like that. Get home at 10 o'clock. Another shower. shower. And then wake up. My buddy comes over at 8.30. We exercise. Showering again at 9.30. I mean, it's really absurd. There's like four showers in the span of 28 hours. And you're using a different towel each time? Uh, yeah. Because you can't you, you can't wait for no, your towel my, to dry. My wife washes clothes like a madman, and that's one thing. You use a towel after a shower, it goes in the it goes in the washing machine. So I've done this trick when my friend showed me. After you shower, you throw the towel in the um just the dryer in mm-hmm. the, in like the uh like a ten minute cycle. Okay. Freshens up the towel, you're not constantly going through towels. It freshens it up, but you still put that towel in your ass. No, you don't. You wipe the outside, you use toilet paper in the butt. Excuse me? I use toilet paper. No, when paper. it's wet, the toilet yeah. paper will dissolve. No, it doesn't. No, no, you, you you dry it. You don't dry your butt crack with the towel. You do. And, you then, dry you put, your, and then you put the towel in the washing no, machine to you, clean it. You dry your butt cheeks with the towel. No, no, you, you don't. You wipe again with the toilet no, paper no. to make sure everything's clean. Have you read the whole trick about what you do with the towel so you can use it more than once? No. You... You take note of the tag. Right. All right? You keep the tag on the outside. When you use it, you flip the towel around. Now you know the tag's on the inside. You get to use it one more time, and now it goes in the washing machine because each side has cleaned the ass. I would, and by, excuse me, dried the butt. I shouldn't say cleaned it because it's clean. You just took right. a shower. You're drying your rear end. I'll make this even stranger for you. Uh, you? No. I, I'll go a week. I'll do the same towels for a week. I use two towels. One for my bottom half and one for my head and top half. Waist up and waist down. Two towels. You have two different towels. No, but here's the thing, Jerry. Oh, my God. I take these two <laughs> towels. They both, they're the same towel. They look exactly the same. I bought them the same. They match. When I'm done with the shower, I put the towels in the dryer for 10 minutes. The next day, I don't know which one was the head towel, which one was the butt towel. But I'm not putting the towel in my butt crack. So you don't wash. You only, like, once a week wash them. Yeah. I'm lucky. <laughs> I've gone two weeks. Here's the thing, though. You're a yeah. single guy. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't. You're I right. do it because I'm sharing a bathroom with my wife and my two kids. They don't need me on them like that. It's you on you. Well, Who why cares? would they be on you? What do you mean? What? What do you mean because you share the well, the thing? Regardless of what you've done, when you dry off, there's always going to be some sort of skin that could flake off. I mean, right. there's, there's a part of you that's on that towel. Okay. So if you don't wash it and you hang it up there, what if my son takes a shower three hours later, he uses that towel? Yeah, that you can't do. It's it's gross. Everyone's got to have their own color coordinator towels. A, and my wife, is she's a stickler with that. And yeah. it's a good thing. She makes sure you get in the shower, get that towel out of here. She's a stickler. She, a matter of fact, there was one time my 11-year-old took a shower, and I noticed, oh, I said, how come the towel's not in the washing machine? Because she gets on me for it if I don't automatically put it in. So I call it ass inequality. Ass inequality? Well, yeah. I mean, so it's okay that he puts his towel oh, up I there. See. But if I do it, oh, hey, get that thing in the washing machine. How many towels do you have at your house? Probably 12. 12 towels. I would say so. For four people. Yeah, I well, would say so. Well, that's not crazy. And you use just one towel per shower? Yes. You're not using, like, one for your head and chest? No, one. Sh- no, 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 one. Just I usually one. towel off the hair first and then the rest. Then you do that. Yeah. I see. At home, I'll use two towels. If I'm a guest in someone's house, I don't want to be crazy with the towels. I'll use one towel. That would be something. <laughs> if you ever, for whatever reason, snowstorm, whatever happens, your house gets hit by anything and you got to get out. Yeah. Listen, I'm in a spot. Can I stay over here? Yeah, no problem. 
Can we have some towels? Oh, here I, you go, out. No, I need two. I need two. Like, what the hell are you doing in How there? How about I need a one for my head even though I don't have hair? Strange. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. Jerry, there's a new movie out called The Walk. Okay. Now, this is a movie about... This was a... a the movie is a... It's it, Actors are in the movie. It's not a documentary. Okay. But it is about a real experience of this tightrope walker who, in 1974, he snuck into the World Trade Center. He shot a cable across to the other tower, and he tightrope walked I've over the I've heard the story, yes. So I think there actually is a documentary about this, because I recall seeing this, but this is the actual movie. And the movie is being shown in uh, the IMAX 3D theaters. Okay. And because this is a guy walking a tightrope high above the then World Trade Centers, uh, people are vomiting. People are getting you know, symptoms of vertigo getting sick to their stomachs and vomiting while watching the movie in the IMAX 3D. You buying that? No, no? I'm not buying. From what? It's a movie. But they're saying you can get vertigo because it's all-encompassing. You can't... There's nowhere to look away. Like in a regular movie theater, you can look look away. This is one of those So it makes you feel like you're really there. Yeah, and and high atop uh, on the tightrope, and the guy lays down on on his back on the tightrope at one point. Really? Yeah. I wonder what makes people do like there was a guy the skydiver that died the other day and if you saw that i did not like what makes people want to do this thrill seekers i understand but it's kind of like it's like when you see these guys on these bmx bikes and they're doing these tricks or these skateboarders that go up and down the half pipes and they'll take you know 17 spins in the air like how did the first one go right and right, I, it has to go poorly. Right. So this guy's tie roping. What is he tie roping over a pool? I guess to get started or something. Right. Like little that? by little, you go up a couple feet. I mean, think about that. You're 120 stories in the air. Eh, let's just walk across a rope. Right. I don't get it. And I, assuming I, you you uh, what's well, like a cable, but assuming you then secured that cable correctly to the other building. Yeah, it's very strange. I did. I went on a merry go. Is it a merry go? No. Yeah. No. Carousel. No. Not a carousel. What's the thing? The merry-go-rounds on the horses that go yeah. around. What is the thing that goes up in the air? The, um, the Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel. I do not like that. So them. I was at a school fair a couple weeks ago, and little guy wanted to go on the Ferris wheel. I'm like, well, that's not like the big one, a great adventure. Yeah, sure, what the hell, we'll go on that. And then it dawned on me as we we're going halfway up. It was, Maybe it was 20, uh, 20 uh, stories in the ground. That's the high? All right, maybe 10. We're only 10 stories up here at FAN. Oh, hell no. Then it wasn't that high. Okay, okay. maybe five. <laughs> that's a, going a little too far let's say five okay and it dawned on me as we get to the top this thing's shaking i'm like this thing's not cemented in the ground no what if the wind comes and blows dude i was freaking out and i'm i'm usually pretty good i do not like heights though and there's my little guy saying hey let's make it shake i'm like sit your butt down and don't move and we're sitting there like two frozen <laughs> really enjoying yourself i hated it I don't like it. I yeah. went, oh, it's just, so I could not imagine going up 120 stones and let's just walk across a cable. Yeah. I wouldn't even crawl across it. Uh, yeah, no, me neither. Nor would I do it with the, uh, I wouldn't go across your pool. You said he's practicing going across the pool. I don't know how they do it, but yeah, so that's the movie. But I would check out, there's definitely a documentary about this guy. He's a very famous guy. What the heck's his name? Do, do, do. Frenchman. Philippe Petit. Philippe Petit. Yeah. Did it in 1974. It was a good year. I was born that year. 1,362 feet above the ground without a net, Jerry. You, You can keep it.
Let me ask you he this. Made it. You are 45? Six. Six, okay. In all of your 46 years, what's the craziest thing you've done? To where you've gone back and said, oh, my God, what was I thinking? Hmm. As a thrill seeker that you are. Yeah. <laughs> this is the weird thing. I'm not sure that I've ever thrilled. Nothing? Thrill seek. Like, you've I, had to have driven 100 miles an hour in your car once and then hit the brakes. Like, oh, that was stupid. Yeah. I no. guess one probably in uh, high school when I first got my license, I think we raced down one of the streets near the school. Okay. That went pretty fast. But that's you top really, out of 45. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was an old Chevy Monza, so I could not have been going that a fast. Chevy Monza? I never even heard of that. But I remember getting to the end of the road and then having to turn and go, wow, that was really not the smartest Right. You got decision. away with it. I got away with it. I can't think of anything. Isn't that kind of weird that I don't really have a... No, because a, to be quite honest, I'm not sure I can think of anything either on the spot. Oh, I have one that I, I didn't set out to do thrill-seeking, but it turned out that way. I was on a cruise once and did one of the cruise excursions where we went on a Captain Morgan... Now, I don't know if Captain Morgan was sponsoring this, or this just this lunatic company was just saying it. They're calling themselves the Captain Morgan okay. uh, thing. So you go out on a boat in the middle of the, the Caribbean, yeah, and you're drinking uh, rum, Oh, boy. Various rum drinks. Then they tell you you have to swim. Then you're going to spend the day at the beach, but you have to jump off the boat and swim to the beach. Come on. And the water's clear there. And when I jumped off the boat and I started swimming, which I don't really swim, I doggy paddle or whatever, (laughs) and I I looked down, and and it, it was clear water, but it was 30, 40 feet. Oh, yeah. And I'm on this thing going, I've just had... Rum. <laughs> I can't really swim, and there's no way this is regulated in one of these lunatic countries. Could you imagine? That was very. I was very. <gasps> Are you happy I, I you start, made it to shore? And yeah. let's not do that ever again. I was hyperventilating. Yeah. During my swim. See, that's a good. See, you didn't seek it out. I didn't seek it out, but I was but it thrown. Found in the, it found me. Wow, that's funny. Were you a thrill seeker ever? I never. No, really not. <laughs> you can't think of anyone. I no. I mean, I played sports. I didn't yeah. do. I had friends. That will, I and I still have friends that will go. They'll go spend a week in the woods, camping. I'm like, you're out of your mind. Yeah. There's no chance I'm doing that. I got friends that will go deep sea fishing. Where they'll take a boat out a hundred miles. In my head, I'm not thinking about the thrill of the fishing and bonding with the guys. I'm thinking, what the hell happens if we run out of gas or the engine doesn't work? Yeah, I'm in the middle of a boat in the middle of yeah. the ocean. And that movie with George Clooney, when you end up in the the, the perfect storm. That was what it was called, the perfect, perfect storm. Perfect storm, yeah. That freaks me out. Yeah. I don't want to be in a boat. I like land. I don't mind a plane. A plane's fine. I don't like just the feeling of, I don't know, I love the land. You're right. The land is the best. <laughs> the land is good. Yeah, I love land. <laughs> now, I would do, I'll tell you what I would do. And maybe I'll do it this summer coming up. I don't know. Probably not. But summer of know. 16. It was the summer of 16. Yeah. I wouldn't mind getting on a boat and taking one of those parachutes. Oh, I'm not doing that. You wouldn't want to parasail? You wouldn't do that. Pro wrestler Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I don't know if you remember him, but he was uh, <laughs> he was big in the 80s when Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Savage. Okay. He was doing it in Florida and broke his face. Came all the way down hard on the water, shattered his face. Got to, had all reconstructive surgery in his face. All right, I'm out. How about that? <laughs> thank, th- thank you. I'm good. All right, parasailing out. Back to just getting on the boat and fishing off the dock. Now, you know what that song is? 
Uh, it sounds like a marching band. Well, yeah, it's basically it's like a college theme song, and you know why I'm doing that? It's why, in my Jerry? head because it's college football season. Not sure if you're aware, but we're like six games in. Well, maybe not six, maybe five games in for the major colleges. Uh, other schools are two or three games in, and that means it's time for you to get your butt over to tipsyelves.com. Why would you do that, Al? Yeah, why? What is that? Actually, you should have said Jerry. I don't know why you said that. Well, you would do that because Tipsy Elves has, like, the coolest college gear, and you are going to stand out in the crowd with this stuff. We're talking onesies. We're talking awesome sweaters. We're talking swans, and we're talking fanny packs. And, oh, by the way, a bunch of T-shirts that are actually kind of cool, too. Yeah, now I'm a front runner when it comes to colleges. So what I'll do probably this weekend, I'll look to see who's ranked number one. Number one. Then I'll go to tipsyelves.com and order a onesie of that. So that's like you like when you when when children are wearing onesie pajamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have these for adults though. Yes, and they're all decked out like. Who's number one in college football? You have yes. any idea? Yes. You don't know. You got it. All yes, right. Let's pretend are. it's uh, Ohio State. Let's go with it. They're not, but let's say it was. Could if be. they were, I would get their onesie, and then I'd always be like, "Well, my team's number one. Who do you root You'd for?" You'd be a Buckeye. I'd be a Buckeye in a onesie, and perhaps in a sweater as well. See, Jerry. I, exactly. I like the onesie. You wear the onesie and put the sweater over the onesie, and you know what you've got? They call it warmth. And then you put those uh, sweater pants, the swans. The swans. You'd put those on too. And then you can do that when you're out at the games or if you're tailgating or when I go to your house on Saturdays, if you open all the windows up so that we can feel like it's really like fall. Done deal this Saturday. I want to see you there. Oh, well, you can get 20% off, Jerry, when you go to tipsyelves.com and you use the promo code B and C, but you got to spell that out. B-A-N-D-C, B-N-C. Don't wait any longer to gear up for game day. Go to tipsyelves.com. Now, you're talking college football with tipsyelves.com. Was, and that yeah. makes all the sense in the world. I am now going to transition this to the NFL. All right. What do you think is the greatest position or career you could have in the NFL? Punter. Okay. Punter's good, but you're still going to get hit a lot and, you know, stuff like but that. But if they hit you, it's a penalty. True. How about third string quarterback? I like that. How about today, about 20 minutes ago, Austin Davis was just. Now, get this. Because he's in such demand. Who is that? He is the third-string quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Austin Davis. And clearly, if he's cut free, he's going to be gobbled up by 17 other teams. They signed him to a two-year extension. Who did? The Browns through 2017. Here's the best part. He got a $600,000 signing bonus. And he'll never see a down. No. Now, he played a little bit with the Rams, but he's the third-string guy in Cleveland. He's not playing. Also, the best thing about being third string, even if they do get to you, your first string goes down, your second string goes down, no one's expecting you to do anything. And you're handing the ball off. Yeah, if you complete a couple of swing passes, everyone's going to think you're like the next Joe Montana. That's a great gig. Third string quarterback. Two-year extension for over $4 million. Plus, when you go out, you can say, oh, I'm the quarterback. And and by the way, you're not lying. Right, not lying. You're just not Johnny Manziel in Cleveland. You could have been a good third-string quarterback. I definitely could have been third-string. I guess at 46 you couldn't. But you think, this is an interesting question, why could a guy like Boomer not be a third-string quarterback slash coach? Because I guess if he got hit one time, it'd be trouble. But he's never playing. And if he did, go in and hand the ball off. But then they know he's handing it off. They know anyway. They know Austin is Davis there really is handing a it off. Thre- is there really that significant of a threat? 
of Austin Davis coming in and beating you with his arm. No. Okay. So, like, why couldn't Phil Simms at 50 be a third-string quarterback slash quarterback's coach? Because Emergency I, I, I really think because one hit would lay the guy out for his career and, per, and perhaps, like, the rest of his life be miserable because he's hurting. So that's the only reason. Yes. So it's not physical. It's not because they couldn't do it. They you can't, think it's more they're afraid. No, so you're I think saying it, Boomer's afraid? No, I think it is physical. <laughs> I think I think skill-wise, he could throw the screen pass, throw a, an out route, throw a deep pass. Skill-wise, he could do it. But if he took one hit... But think about that. If you were on the roster, crushed. he could be 53 and still be playing. Yeah. Like Gordy Howe. Didn't Gordy Howe play when he was 65? He did, but I felt like that was like a he was trying to do a bit to well, just he, oh, be one of was. those guys. He was. He played in like every decade of his life. Yeah. But you know, I mean some might but he didn't really the dude play. still got on the ice and did it though. I guess. Kind of, sort of, not really. Uh lastly, did you see the video of this Yankee fan last night who didn't get one he was great seats. So you know the guy's like probably on making a lot of money, right? And he's got these there with his girlfriend, probably trying to impress her. Unfortunately, he turned out to be a dweeb in terms of athletic ability because he didn't miss a foul ball once. He didn't miss a foul ball twice. Um, a third time, it wasn't even a foul ball. It was the ball boy actually tossed him the ball and it hit him in the face. Yeah. Although he did grab it. Did you catch a video of this? I did. He had a rough day uh, as a fan. And, yeah, he did not do well. I, I bet after the first pop-up was not easy. I give you that. That's fine. The, the second, second one that one. bounced and hit him in the chest, that wasn't great. And then by that point, he's probably so flustered that he missed two balls. And here's the problem. Everybody misses two balls, right? Here's the problem. After that happens, you know you're going to be on camera. Right. Stop stuffing your face with food. Maybe he he was nervous. He probably was so thrown off. But, yeah, you're right. Your friends are texting you at that point going, hey, dummy, you were just on TV. You just missed that ball. And I feel bad for him. Yeah. Because a lot of guys actually aren't going to catch that the first time. Did you see the video in Washington last week? This is is a good website where they have, like, um, can't miss plays. This was a guy in Washington just walking down the path, you know, whatever, and all of a sudden, he, the foul ball's coming. He kind of looks up, sees, sticks his arm up, and snares it right in front of a guy that had a glove that was trying <laughs> to grab it. Did you see that one? I'm always impressed by people who can snag one of those with no glove. That's impressive. It is. But you, I mean, I always tell my son all the time, you don't need a glove to play baseball. I mean, if you learn how to catch, you, <laughs> you're looking at me like I got six well, heads. Well, I always see it because we're here in New York, that the short porch there at Yankee Stadium, a lot of those are line drives. Yeah. And guys are just... Just catching it barehanded line drive. Yes. I don't get that. Well, I think first of all, it's worth the bruise if you get it. Second of all, if you catch the ball instead of jab at it, you don't need a glove. So you're saying do two hands, sort of. Yeah, and just bring it in as it's as it's hitting you. You pull back. Correct, and it, it does not hurt. This sting is gone. Really? Yeah, absolutely. You know that. I've seen you play that hot corner. I do play the hot corner, but oh, I have a glove. I got a guy for us for next season. A ringer. Yes. He plays still competitively, and he's our age, well, my age. You're old. Um, He's actually 40, I think. He's younger than me, too. And I said, if we ever have an opening, he would love to come play. So when Manfred wants to load up with these pros again, we got Bellini and we got this guy. All right, good. John Kirshner is going to come play with us. New John Kirshner. Yes, hell of a player. Okay, good. So there you go. I'm looking forward to that. This was a good day. Yeah, it was a what good one. What are we one, doing Jen? the two-hour show? I'm not sure. Okay, because they haven't come to us with that yet. They have not come to us hmm. with that. Think they're going to? Um, 
I don't think they're going to come to us. No, I think we'd have to go. I'm not sure anyone knows we're doing a podcast. I mean, the people who <laughs> listen to it. Why do you always put this down? Because a lot of people don't even know what podcasts are. It's the future, Jerry, but we're we're just on board. It's like when the guy started pasteurizing milk. In the beginning, no one knew what he was doing. Then all of a sudden, we all had milk that lasted a long time. And they were like, oh, that was that guy pasteurizing milk. We're pasteurizing milk in the broadcasting Have world. you ever pondered how we got to where we are in terms of, like, just developing a city? Yes. Like, who thought, let's cut down these trees and make a path, and it's going to end up here? I'm impressed by any old building I see. I agree. Like, when and how did they possibly do this? And why is it still standing? Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, when they built more. it, they were like, well, this will last a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> 150 years later, we're paying 4000 a month for it. Not only that, right. That's the other thing <laughs> I, I think about really old houses and how they keep getting sold, right, yeah. by, to different families. So that same house has been, has been what the amount of money that house has generated, and they probably didn't even do the foundation right, you know. Trust me, I'm living in one. A disaster, right, exactly. Yeah. Those old homes. Jerry... I have yeah. things that aren't old, though, and I find them all at touchofmodern.com. It's not old stuff. In fact, it's the opposite. It's the latest technology gadgets. I love it. It's the latest um, things to hang on your wall at home. Well, you love their wall items. I do love their wall items. It's the latest men's fashion, Jerry. It's the latest iPhone accessories. You can even spice up your love life. They've got things for that, too. What do you mean? Exactly what I just said. Oh, Spice up that was the love pretty life. clear, I guess. They've yeah. got things for adults. Now, how does this work? I um, go to the website. You go to touchymodern.com and register. Let's go. I register. I see what I like. I order it. What you don't do is you don't go, you don't come back to that in another day or two. Because Why is that? every few days they change up all of the items. So if you go, oh, that's a really cool item. I would love to have that item. And then you wait like two or three days, it's gone. So you're going to want to do it right away. You go to touchofmodern.com, and listeners can get immediate access by going to touchofmodern.com and do it today because tomorrow it'll all be different. That's how life rolls in the fast lane. And, in fact, Jerry is in such the fast lane that he took off. I see him at his computer typing into touchofmodern.com. So check it out. I actually got a man keychain a couple of weeks ago from there. I always had, like, those freebie keychains, which are kind of cheesy. It's not very manly. So I got this like man keychain that's made out of metal and leather. Man stuff. That's what I got. Touchofmodern.com. Check it out. And we will see you tomorrow on the BNC postgame podcast with Alan Jerry. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show. Wow. With the real stars of the show. Alan Jerry.